After too long of a wait, we're finally back. I had to bring out the best that we had. I had to bring Deontay because God knows what else he would be doing right now. Yeston's back from hiding. Wayne Diesel's always going to bring it. Let's, I, I don't even know. I'm just so amped up right now. Somebody talk about a division in the NFC and let's just go. Well, you know, because I've been on hiatus from my podcast as it is. And we talking about football and I'm back. And the Colin High Sears show will be back, you know, next week. But anyway, we ain't talking about this. But I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I didn't start my football talk off like this. The Saints ain't going to do a goddamn thing this year. They ain't going to be nothing. I've been trying to tell y'all that these Saints is frauds. Lipstick on the pig. Drew Brees ain't there no more. I like J5, Famous Jameis, all that good stuff. But this is not going to – I don't want to see no power ranking with the Saints in the top ten. I like Alvin Kamara. I like Jameis. Their defense is cool. But, no, they are not going to be nowhere near playoff contention, even with the extra spot. They ain't going nowhere. They're going to be down right there at the bottom where they belong. So, Saints – Enjoy an aptitude for the rest of your days. Okay, then. See, I, I, I might have had a slightly different take. I might have said, hey, maybe, maybe once he gets Michael Thomas back, you know, shameless Jameis Winston might have, might have had something. You know, he's Michael just, Thomas um, ain't coming back. <laughs> you don't think he ain't so? coming back. I think, I, he comes, just- I, I think he comes back after week six. Um, he shuts up until about week 12. Um, and we get about six weeks of primetime Michael Thomas catching every slot out of the backfield and just ruining, ruining defenses. Um, and then by week 12, he, he, he causes problems within the organization again, um, you know, because he's, he's Michael Thomas. Um, but I think that he, uh, we, can, we can fully expect him to be doing some really, really great things this season if he gets healthy. Um, because Jameis Winston is still a highly qualified NFL passer. I would not say he's a consistent NFL passer, but I mean, this is the this is the man who's um, you know like top five in yardage every season as a starter, pretty much, except maybe his rookie season. I mean, yeah, admittedly he threw a lot of interceptions, but hey, man, he got that LASIK. He's got that he's got that laser eye laser eye uh, surgery now. Yeah, you can finally see. He can finally see. Maybe he can distinguish who's a wide receiver and who's a defensive back now. Um, I, I got some faith that he can make it happen, but I don't, th- I, I don't think the Saints are going to be competing for the division, but I, I think they still have the potential to be a playoff team here if they can put it together. It's just about the surviving. Won't be a, the Saints won't be a wild card team. The Saints are missing the playoffs, and I don't think my, Michael Thomas is coming back because I saw something very interesting when he came back last year because mm-hmm. I do a, I, I watch, and for full disclosure, I did something I thought I'd never do. I had Michael Thomas number one on my fantasy team last year. Number one. That was my number one overall pick. I had like the seventh, eighth pick, something like it. But he was my first round pick. And when he came back, I saw something. I saw him playing, but he would, it looked like he was getting written out the playbook. And that's when I started saying, well, wait a minute. You got Michael Thomas? You're not used? I'm not talking about – I'm just talking about out of the play. And that's when all of a sudden he didn't want to play again. And so I'm well, I don't blame him for not playing because he's getting written out in the book. And that's mm-hmm. when I started saying, oh, Michael Thomas ain't going to be there next year. He's not going to be there. Where? I don't know. But Mike, And Drew Brees getting ready to go, too. Why would Michael Thomas want to play with Taysom Hill, who I'm not even – is more of a football player than a quarterback, and, you know, Jameis. So I think Michael Thomas is – he's going to be somewhere else. I, I just really believe that. I mean, yeah, it, I kind of – Go ahead. 
No, I was about to say, I kind of agree because, you know, the Saints, this is the first year post Drew Brees. Um, I didn't really feel like they were all that with Drew Brees. So you take, you know, a top 10 quarterback of all time away, they're just going to plummet. I feel like they're going to be at best a like 500 team. Um, I mean, they, they do have some some good pieces, like you said, Michael Thomas, whenever he comes back or if he comes back. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I know they got Marshawn Lattimore on defense, but outside of that, I don't really see them doing all that much. I mean, they got holes. They've got they've got holes and things that are wrong with them. You know, they're, they're far from a Super Bowl contender, but this is still far from a outs- Super Bowl. Say it again. Far, far from. from a, I, I agree Bowl with it. I respect it, but um, I think that it's say it far from Super Bowl contender. They have too much individual talent at skill positions to be counted out at any given time. You know, Kamara is still one of the best running backs in this league and an absolute threat coming out of the backfield as a pass as a um, pass catcher. You know, Michael Thomas, if if he plays, I will concede that he might not. If he plays, then he's still a great wide receiver. He can do incredible things with the ball in his hand and a little bit of momentum. Um, Jameis Winston still, you know, still has high – he's a high-ceiling, very low-floor type of quarterback. He could blow the doors off and be throwing four or five touchdowns. He could simultaneously be throwing four or five interceptions. You don't know who you're going to get. So, but um, we're not, we're not, we're not ready to find out. I, I, I got a question for the classroom real quick. He could have run into the door. How come uh, Jameis Winston gets a pass for, you know, throwing 30 interceptions and can't see, but somebody like Cam will do something like that, and he the worst person ever? Can somebody make that make sense for me real quick? I Both think suck. Just, <laughs> you take the good with the bad, I think. And Cam wasn't offering as much good anymore. He wasn't that bad either. He just wasn't. Like, Jameis Winston is a man of extremes, you know. He, he brought you those incredible, unforgettable games, you know, 400-plus yards, five-plus touchdowns. And then at the same time, he'd bring you those bad games where he threw the game away single-handedly. And sometimes that would be in the same game, you know. But um, Cam Newton, uh, last season especially, it wasn't so much that he was playing poorly, um, is that he wasn't playing well. He didn't do the great things or the bad things. He was just a, a quarterback. He was there. He threw the ball, but he didn't get it. You know, he... he, he you know, struggled in the red zone. He couldn't throw into tight windows. His, his his mechanics were off. Winston was still making incredible plays while he was making bad plays. Cam Newton didn't have that same that same ceiling last year. And I, like I respect him. I think he's one of the he, he was he was one of the most dynamic quarterbacks we'd seen in, um, just just a few short years ago. Um, but he's, he's had quite the drop off since then. And um, Jameis Winston has had the benefit of not playing in that time since he stepped uh, stepped out of a starting role. Um, so he's sort of given himself the benefit of the doubt by, you know, sitting behind a great quarterback. You know, people think, man, maybe he learned some things, you know, maybe that time out helped him. Um, Cam Newton didn't have that. He continued to stay at the forefront. Everybody was on him. And when they were looking at him, he wasn't doing it. Okay. You got me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like, I, I think that Cam is still probably one of the, you know, he, I, I think he's probably a top 32 quarterback in this league. You know, I'm not saying he should be a backup. <laughs> Um, but he's, I uh, he, but I, but I think that, you know, if he chose to do a Mitch Trubisky, he could make, he could make a comeback, you know, he could sign for less than he's worth for a backup role, take some time, work on his game and maybe come back next year and hit the market and be good and be something. But that's a decision he needs to make right now. Otherwise he's, he's running out of options. I personally think, um, with this division, the, the uh, Bucks are going to run away with it. They're going to yeah. probably win by week 14. 
rest of starters for the for the, for the last no way. Of this. Run, yeah. run away. They yeah. might power walk, but I don't know about run away. I mean, we all well, we all kind of came to a consensus that the Saints really aren't going to be well. Me, me and you did, you and I did. The Saints yeah. aren't going to be all all that good. The Falcons aren't going to be good, and I'm sorry, Wayne, but the Panthers aren't going to be you know below average. So like, and the Saints, I mean, and the Bucks have like we, a really. We really got to see team. by Carolina. We got to see. We got to see. I think they're in we, for a solid nine and eight season, which is yeah. a very weird sentence to say because I'm not used to 17 games in a regular season. But they're a solid nine and eight team right now. I mean, yeah. six and they, ten. Six and ten. Okay, but I mean, would you put? I mean, so six, hang on. Let's say the Falcons are bottom. Can seven we agree and the Falcons ten. are the worst. Seven and ten. Yeah. Can we agree the Falcons are the worst in the in the NFC South? No. Oh, yeah. That will be the Saints. I, I would put the Falcons at the bottom, Saints in second or third, depending on how good the Panthers are. But the Panthers are also a big question mark, right? They've got Sam Donald coming in, who apparently looked good in camp, but I haven't seen any of that myself, so I can't confirm. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they've got CMC coming back. That's a huge boon that they didn't have last year. You know, they've still got plenty of talent. Um, they got got uh, Robbie Anderson out there. He was, he was impressive last year. Um, it's there's there's a lot of potential for this Panthers. It's team. really the um, defense is what I'm excited about because yeah. you know we got Dante Jackson, then we signed AJ Bouye. People forget mm-hmm. about that. I love Bouye. Yeah, and then we got a, uh, I mean Shaq's okay, but Jeremy <laughs> Chin, you know who who was in Chase, who was in running with your boy Chase Young. So I, I like the defense. That's I'm more excited about the defense than the offense. Oh yeah, the offense, offense. Yeah, the offense just needs to be pretty good or possible and this defense could get them into a playoff spot in a second but the saints is still the team to be i think for that second spot um i entire yeah, I, everything's different for the saints everything's different for the panthers but they're both teams that need uh they we need to see them all on the field before i make my decision between the two how about the nfc north who's gonna win that one yeah it's easy the yeah. Vikings, the Vikings suck because they have you know plexiglass unvaccinated Kirk Cousins, who's a damn fool. Um, Chicago, they have a pretty young quarterback. They still have a pretty solid defense, but you know, I feel like Nagy's going to be out probably around week week nine because you yeah. know he's on he's on thin ice. Um, who else is in the division? Oh, the Lions. The Lions are terrible. They they don't have a kicker. They shouldn't even be in this conversation. Um, and the Packers, they still have, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who is, you know, he's like Jesus up in Wisconsin, besides cheese. So, you know, the Packers. Yeah, Packers are clearly the runaway favorites here. I agree. The Vikings are kind of a mess right now. Their defense has problems. It's still pretty good, but they have a lot of problems that uh, they've, they've been, you know, declining in the past year or two from that legendary Vikings defense we've had from yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the 2010s. Um this you Deontay's right. This Lions team may legitimately be the worst Lions team Lions team we've ever seen, and the Lions were the first team to go and sixteen. Um, the Lions, yeah, the Lions uh, who have when was the last time they uh, they won a playoff game? What was it? Like, I don't th- I think it was like in the fifties or something. It's been a long time. They've they've been bad for a long time, and this year is it I might think, be the year yeah, they I think the Jackson Five was auditioning for Motown. I think that's the last time they won. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's that, that. You might actually be right. That could be genuinely correct. Um, Ninety-one. That's a terrifying thought. Yeah, yeah. 91. It's been it's been, so. It's been thirty years since they last won a playoff game. And if that's not one, of, if that's not the absolute longest streak in the NFL, then it's damn close. Um, the Bears, I think, 
uh, they finally have potential, um, but that potential is not ready yet because Andy Dalton's QB1 they announced a while ago and they haven't said anything that'll change that. I, um, you know, we all, we all, everyone likes what they saw in preseason from Justin Fields. Everybody. And if you don't like what you saw in preseason from him, then you're just jealous. I'm sorry. But it was, he's entertaining. He's dynamic. Um, and he's got a little bit of attitude and a little bit of swagger that, you know, Makes makes it a little fun to watch. Actually, I actually think Justin Fields is the best QB in this draft. I, I thought he out of all the QB, I thought he was the best one. Yeah, he's well, he's he's such a he's such a like a, a two way talent in the in, you know, in the modern sense. Um, and it's 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 fascinating to watch. But simultaneously, you you just you don't know what you're going to get, and we have no real perception of whether or not he's going to be good against a uh, a run of the mill, you know, top twenty starting NFL caliber defense. He's, I mean, um, we can say that about. I mean, because like I'm not sure, quite sure about Trevor Lawrence to be honest. I mean, I, I get it, but I just I'm like always sure. Yeah, well, it teams NFL teams still still seem to like drafting. Like this is the you know late '90s, early 2000s. They can get a statuesque pocket passer, passer who's going to thrive in pass protection and just you know launch the ball 15, 20 yards every time. And they that's not what quarterbacks do nowadays. Even the quarterbacks um, who do fit that you know that outdated prototype um don't just do that anymore they're mobile they uh, you know they the the defensive talent coming up in colleges nowadays is much more fearsome the offensive line talent isn't that much better than it used to be yeah. and so these every every quarterback at every level in college is under pressure and these guys have had to learn to move or die and um teams don't know what to do with that anymore they've uh you two you two options are either draft a guy who moves and adapt his game to the nfl or try and act like it's the 90s or 2000s and build a pocket passer but pocket passes aren't the same as they used to be and um by relying purely on a player's arm you sort of put a cap on his ability sometimes you need to be able to be able to get out of the pocket and make a play and that's what fields brings and that's uh what trey lance can bring too we haven't seen it from uh, you know Lawrence and Wilson, and they're those top two picks right there. Um, they have they're admittedly the best looking passes coming out of college, but you know that's there's more to, there's more to being a quarterback than just throwing the ball now. Um, and everybody I like can't it. Tom. Everybody can't beat Tom Brady or Drew Brees. Exactly. You know the, the game's changed, and these guys need to change with it. And that's why I like Justin Fields because he does do that. But um, once again, he he reminds me a bit of you know. To bring it close to him, it reminds me a bit of Josh Allen. You know, he, he's he's young, he's got a lot to learn, and uh, I think after a year or two, he could be great. But he needs time, um, and sitting behind Andy Dalton might be best for him, which would put the Bears like barely above the Lions this season in my book. Um, so I've got I've got Packers, then Vikes in second because they've got enough talent to put together a, a playoff appearance, but not enough talent to do any more than that, and they can't do it right. from behind plexiglass. You're right. Um, right. Yeah. So I'd I'd probably go Packers first. Um, I'd probably go I'd probably go Chicago second, just simply because I feel like at some point Justin Fields is going to. I feel like at some point the the Bears' season is going to kind of be lost, and the Bears are just going to be like, okay, the future of our franchise is right there. We might as well get him some type of reps um, yeah. and just play him. And I feel like he's good enough to actually play. So I feel like um, the uh, Chicago is going to come in first. I mean second. Then I would go Minnesota, and then I would go the Lions. Guaranteed, the Lions are going to have the first overall pick next year, without question. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> sold they sold the farm to get really you know, to take on Jared Goff. I mean, I mean, sorry, the, the the Rams sold the farm to the Lions 
to get rid of Goff in that contract. And they got a real Super Bowl contending team now that they've put Stafford in the mix. But the Lions are the ones who took the brunt of that, and they knew they were in for some punishment. They brought in, uh, you know, they brought in a head coach who understands that this is going to be uh, there's going to be a year or two of hurt before they have the potential to be good again. And if they can give that coach the time, then they could be good in a couple of years' time with all this draft capital they're building up. But that's still a long way off, and this isn't there yet. I think the Packers win 12 games. That's fair. That's a perfectly reasonable prediction. I mean, they got a hell of a lot of talent. 13 and 4. Call I and think four. the Packers, I think whatever the number is, I think they'll get a first round bye, but then I think they'll be out. Like the Packers do this every year, and I always call the Packers like frauds. They seem to beat up on like weak teams or whatever throughout the playoff season. Then the playoffs come and they on about the way. I just, it's just hard for me to, it's just hard for me to just get behind Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, I know it's top five, I know that, but it's just mm-hmm. the Packers. I just yeah. don't see them really doing anything in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, well, what happened against the Fox is kind of indicative of the kind of struggles that they're going to have, you know? Well, I'll I'll kind of ha- I'll I'll say this about Green Bay. They kind of have that, even though they have they they haven't had anywhere near the amount of you know Super Bowl success as the Patriots have had. But the reason you always see them in the playoffs is because you're in a division with the Lions and the Bears and the Vikings. Like you're almost guaranteed to be like yeah. like it's been times where Aaron Rodgers pretty much missed a lot of the season, and then I remember he came what was that 2014 or something that came back in like the last three weeks and got in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You penciled in for at least like five wins too. in that division. At least five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah, that's, that's free. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Easily. Fair enough. That's 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 a valid point. That is a good point. You want to talk about the West or the East next? Oh I'd like to go west. I want to go west. Yeah. I, got, Ooh, I got yeah. Okay, so the Cardinals are pretty good, right? Everyone agree yeah. they're pretty good. Um, well, uh, you know, the Seahawks, though, you know, Russell Wilson, provincial halfway, th- uh, perennial halfway through the season MVP contender, you know, um, you got the, you got the 49ers, you know, Jimmy G's coming back. You've got a young QB and Trey Lance. One of them's going to play and it's going to be whoever's playing better. They have enough talent on defense and uh, consistent enough offense to move this ball and get things going. But the Rams are winning this conference or well, we're winning this division, potentially even this conference. I have so much faith in them. Yeah, the Come only on the only thing that they're going to be missing is Cam Akers, and if they had Cam Akers, I would say that these guys are potential conference contenders trying to go for a Super Bowl again because this team is unbelievable. You know what the problem was with that with that Rams team of a couple of years ago that lost in the Super Bowl to the Patriots was that they didn't have consistent quarterback play from a veteran presence who knew how to establish and improve and elevate an offense, and they just got that in Matt Stafford. I don't care if they don't draft in the first round until 2035 because if they win a Super Bowl in the next two years, it's going to be worth it, and this team is going to be incredible. Keep so, me so let me start off by by saying this. A lot of people won't agree, but I don't care. I've been on this for the last three years. The Seattle Seahawks are so overrated. Mm. I don't get it. Outside of Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, that team is mid. Mm. They're so mid. Um, I can't believe you just used that word on my podcast, man. Wayne, please talk. <laughs> <laughs> They're mid. Seattle's Wayne, pretty please, mid. Wayne, just say anything. Oh. oh my god. Here's the thing about it. He ain't wrong. He He's ain't not. wrong. He's not. He has a point. That's the thing because outside of oh, hold that thought real quick. 
Okay. Well, well, I'll I'll go on with yeah. with with my point. The reason I say once again that they're mid is <laughs> Russell Wilson keeps them afloat. Mm. And obviously, in order for DK Metcalf to be who DK Metcalf is, he needs okay. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So outside of them, and I guess Tyler Lockett's pretty okay. Mm. I mean, he's he's good. He's you know, he's a you know, probably a top what 20 wide receiver. Maybe I don't. I don't have the list. I, I'd say it's a stretch, but he's he is good. He is a, he's a great wide receiver. He is. He's got a lot of talent. Yeah. 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 So, so, like I said, outside of Russell, they don't really do anything for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pete Carroll didn't build this Legion of Boom defense again. He built it once, and now yeah. it's fallen apart, and he hasn't fixed it. Um, Russell Wilson was good enough to become an offense when he had this support for the defense, they give him the ball often enough to get to the end zone enough times to win some games. But without that support on the other side of the ball, um, Wilson needs an offense that can dominate. And he doesn't have that without the consistent offensive line, without a reasonable run game, like he had with Marshall and Lynch, you know, yeah. I mean, everybody remembers the beast quake. They like the, he doesn't have that same level of support. And who was the him. beast quake on? Say it, Justin. <laughs> you know not- who it was. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I, I, I won't give you the satisfaction. I Say it. I won't the do team, it. I'll give you a hint. The team that is far from Super Bowl contention. Yeah, Panthers. Piss off, Deontay. <laughs> you know good damn well that wasn't the answer. You know yeah. that wasn't the answer. Jacksonville Jaguars final answer against the New Orleans Saints. Okay, but here's the thing: is that this team is not that team. This Saints team is not that Saints team. They might be better. And this Seattle team is not that Seattle team. That Seattle team was nice. This Seattle team is barely afloat in a division that's getting tougher and tougher every year. Here's the uh, thing about Seattle that I don't think a lot of people talk about. And if they do talk about it, then I just missed it. So, and this is why Deontay's right. Because everybody knows Legion of Boom, Legion of Boom. And I, I hang out with uh, – I talk to a couple of coaches here and there around the way, and uh, they kind of opened my eyes or something. So when Pete Carroll got there with the, uh, with New Orleans, with Seattle, he knew he was there pretty early, and Seattle was not a good team. And so when he was drafting, he knew what to draft because he had been recruiting these players since he was like, you know, they was like 15, 14, 13, you know, however long. So if they wasn't going to, you know, SC – he knew where they was. So when he went to uh, Seattle, he knew who to get. He knew how to build that team. So he knew how to get the Cam Chancellors, the, you know what I'm saying, the Bobby Wagners. He knew about people like that. He knew where to get them. And as time went on, we saw those draft picks, you know, starting to go less and less because he started disconnecting from the college game. It went from Pete Carroll doing the scouting to, you know, scouts doing the scouting. And so without that Legion of Boom, what do you have? You got mm-hmm. Russell Wilson doing magic. And Russell Wilson, I think, I think what's all saying down is gonna be top five all time QB. I think so. But just because you got a magic man for a QB don't mean you're a great team. That that's not what that means. And then even even without the Legion of Boom, it was about the run game. You know, just said Marshawn, Beast Mode, Beast Quake. That's what it was. And then when you decide to give it to Russell, that's when Seattle just kind of, you know, seemed like the regress to the normal pack. And we know about the 
you know, the Malcolm Butler interception. And really, Seattle ain't been the same since. So you got Russell doing these plays, and that's cool. And you wonder how he does it, but that don't make you a good team because you can't just miracle your way to a Super Bowl. Now, you can get get good wins. You might even get to a divisional round. But that's not going to get you all the way there. Yeah, and 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 Pete Carroll hasn't demonstrated any ability to build a new team outside of that first successful one. I mean, he he watched that defense fall apart and was unable to fix it or maintain right. it. Um, he didn't, you know, uh, he can't draw. He got lucky on a on an early third round pick to get a franchise quarterback in Russell Wilson. He uh he, but outside outside of that, how many great draft picks has he really made? He's he's been inconsistent at best and downright detrimental to the success of his team at worst. And then let's be for real about it. If it, and I think a part of Seattle, I mean, that early drafting, and if yeah. that 49ers team didn't fall apart, we may have never been talking about the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might never have really existed as we know them. Those guys wouldn't you know have signed I mean? extensions to You stay know, on the 49ers, team. people forget, but you know, with Harbaugh and Kaepernick and all them, and, yeah. you know, Vernon Davis, they was busting heads open. They, like, wasn't, they were in a Super Bowl. Like, yes. remember, remember the Blackout Bowl? Everybody, right. That. Yeah. Yeah, they were that's New Orleans for you. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. But yeah, so you right, Deontay. They just media, they just they cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if if they were uh, I'm sorry, but if they were a sexual position, they'd be missionary. <laughs> I think I think the Rams run away. Well, not run away with the division, but they win it by at least two games. I think Arizona comes in second, and I don't know. I like Cliff Kingsbury a lot. There's don't like sleep few... on San Fran. We don't know if they're gonna be healthy. Hey, I want to ask y'all this though, just about uh, Arizona. Y'all think uh, AJ Green washed up, or y'all think he gonna be able to do anything he, in Arizona? He's done. I think he's a known factor. He's one of those guys who's um, sort of aging out. He's been playing less and less games and he's when he's on the field he's not he's not he's not the aj green of legend i think that the best thing for him to do might have been to just hang it up when he was you know in his last Hold year on. The he ain't the aj say, green of what of old uh, of legend <laughs> how's that hey. <laughs> hey, it was cool i mean i'm not he's, knocking it because aj aj green used to be you know like a yeah you're a right fantasy draft pick you know he's uh, if yeah. he'd had a, he reminds me a bit of Calvin Johnson in 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 only one way, which is that he never really had that great of a quarterback throwing to him. Oh, um, okay. I thought you know, he was oh, okay. No, I'm like, don't worry. Calvin Johnson is, is <laughs> yeah. on another level. I All right, I'm about to say what? <laughs> yeah, luckily though, for Arizona, you know, they have a uh, DeAndre Hopkins, whose yeah. whose hands are you know bigger than Deontay's head. <laughs> yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins is is. is How do you just call me? <laughs> Hopkins makes that team um, a lot scarier as a passing offense. Um, I think that I would be a lot less afraid of them if it wasn't for Hopkins being out there. And, you know, I have a personal stake in being afraid of Hopkins now. After, uh, you know, after the second half of that wildcard game in Houston two years ago, and then the Hale Murray, I think he's done enough damage to my psyche personally um, that uh, I, could, I, I could just not, not think about him for a while, if that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Size like Deontay's head mitts. Mm, Kyler Murray yes. throwing him the ball. He's looking like Kawhi Leonard out there. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having like hands bigger than somebody with like an enormous ass head. 
<laughs> okay, we get it, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of Deontay, I guess we have to talk about the NFC East for some reason. What? <laughs> You're a Jets fan. What have you done in your life? <laughs> uh, well, okay, if we're talking about the NFC East, then um, I got to ask one question. Are the Cowboys finally legit? Or um, are we are we gonna get to be disappointed yet again? I'm not. Gonna I'm disappointed. not disappointed because I ain't got no damn faith in them. Look, I know they look there good on go. hard knocks, and mm. they look. Michael Parsons looked good. Zeke looked great in hard knocks. That looked good for all the 15 minutes. But here's the thing: they playing each other, and really, all the East is good at they good at beating up each other. So the Cowboys, on yeah. paper, they look great, but not. Yeah. I'd watch any NFC East divisional game against one another, you know, and, and it's, you know, yeah. Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Washington, Washington Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, always a good game. Great watch them play. Yeah. yeah. Watch them play any other team. Yeah. It's, it's not the same. Um, I do, I do kind of love Washington. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I think that they, there we go. Okay. The Giants are better than they were last year. The Eagles are better than they were last year. Not Another much. Night. Not by much. They're a little no bit worse. better. Um, the Cowboys are definitely going to be better than they were last year, but Washington's been like the most consistent in like the, which is hard to say about Washington in recent years, but they, they yeah. been, they're on the up and up. I'm, I, and I, I fully respect them. I think that they're missed. They're still, it's what I said at the end of last season is Washington are a franchise QB away from being a contender. And, and they're I, the QB on the market, baby. I One still think the they're a franchise today. QB away. Yeah, Robert Griffin the third. <laughs> no, not. I don't know. RG three and this Washington team <laughs> might be like in. He could win them the division, um. But that that wouldn't be RG 3s fault. Uh, I I think I love this. I love this Washington roster. They're going to be entertaining, and I'm going to enjoy every time I watch them. Um, I got I got the Giants winning the division. Actually, oh, that's a controversial take. I think. Yes, yeah, is it though? Because yeah. look yes. at the weapons they got. Yes. The Giants are like the third best have, team in New York. Behind they like... still have Daniel Jones. Dude, Bishop Gorman's better than the Giants. <laughs> like, like, come on now. Y'all don't got the Giants. Well, I get you, Deontay. I get I understand your position, but y'all don't got the Giants winning the division for real? No. I, I, I think that Daniel Jones is gonna have the best year of his career and he's still gonna not gonna be the starter next year. With them um, adding that uh with, with with John Ross, uh Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Saquon coming back. John Ross isn't gonna do anything. Kyle yeah, Rudolph. John, okay, John Ross leader. was John Ross was great in preseason as a rookie, and then he never did anything else ever again. Okay, yeah. Evan Ingram is like legitimate but inconsistent. Kyle Rudolph should have died three years ago. Um, Saquon Barkley is the probably one of the best running backs you've seen coming out of the draft in 10 years almost but he was also the second overall pick to the wrong team who needed a quarterback and took a running back and like if Barkley had fallen three more picks he might have been he might have been like a he might have been a consensus number one fantasy running back for like every year of the past years. But he just he doesn't have the support, and they're doomed. That offense is un is unlucky, and uh, that defense just doesn't have what it takes to keep up with most other NFL teams right now. Um, I mean, I, I got the Giants because I mean, I look at how they finished the season last year. They finished out pretty tough. You know, what I mean, they did. They hung in there. They like they weren't just getting you know beat to sleep every play. 
or yay. And yet and, they still spent the last week of the season crying because the Eagles gave up when they were eliminated from playoff contention already. Yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, uh, the Giant, the Giants were so close to being a mediocre team, and being a mediocre team would have won them the division. Instead, here we are with the Cowboys having a a pretty good quarterback in Dak Prescott coming back. I, I like Dak Prescott. I'm just worried about his sit health. on a pig. I, I can I can respect that. Um, I don't really like Zeke that much. Um, yeah, this Cowboys team is gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be better than we all want them to be, and um, they're probably gonna win this division. But the Giants, I don't have any faith in. The Eagles are just scrambling. I mean, come on, they they they've they've shed talent and then brought talent back in and drafted guys, and they don't have a clear plan. It's just a mess. Washington seems to be the uh, Washington and Dallas are the only two organized teams left in this division, and Washington has overall the better roster than the Cowboys outside of the quarterback position. But that quarterback position makes all the difference. Well, there's a quarterback out there, and I, I, he's a former MVP in this league, and maybe he can reunite with his old coach. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. Drew Brees did just retire. You are right. <laughs> I think he's right, think... never won MVP. So. Didn't he? Nope. Oh, he was a contender like eight times though. Yeah, I was like Russell Wilson. Yeah, you don't you don't get participation. Hang on, Russell Wilson's never received an MVP vote though. Yeah. Although I mean, admittedly, it feels bad to dunk on Russell Wilson. The dude has it bad enough. If Dak plays every game, the Cowboys win the division. Washington won't win the division because they have the third best quarterback in that division. Oh, he's the best. Fitzpatrick's the best Jets quarterback in the last 30 years. Shut your mouth. Yeah, that doesn't say much, though. As we're talking about the NFC East here, that doesn't mean they're going to I mean, win. you're forgetting about Mark Sanchez. Yeah, the legend. He did get him to an AFC championship for whatever it's worth. <laughs> in a row. He, fucking, he did, didn't he? <laughs> for whatever it's worth. <laughs> it, it counts somewhere. Like, that was... Yeah. It, it, uh, no one, no one, no one could say that that Jets, that Jets team won the greatest overachievers of the past 15, 20 years. Oof. Well, welcome back. Hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed this. We'll be back oh, next yeah. week. Cheers, guys. Don't know. Cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs>